feel like I should put out like a, a, a nice meat and cheese platter before all of this because usually when we have guests on that I don't know personally, they're a friend of Sarah's in some capacity, but so I can like be as relentlessly rude to them as possible because I have <laughs> I have Sarah as a buffer there, but uh, I don't even know, I like barely know who you are, so I have to be like aggressively polite to you for this entire podcast recording. You can be as rude as you like, honestly. If, if that's where you have to go, that's where you have to go. So, uh, yeah, uh, I guess we just we're just gonna do a little bit of a cold open. Um, how's your week been going, Chris? So far, <laughs> I uh, yeah, you're, oh, uh, you were, feeling you were, a little under the weather. Uh, yeah, you a were, little bit, a little bit also, under the weather. Is it by any chance? Is it by any chance you were out watching horror movies all Friday night until like four until like six a.m. the next day at the Burns Film Center? I didn't stay for the whole thing. I was uh, just there for the marathon. Uh, not for the. Uh, for the um for the commentary. commentary. Yeah. Um I can't oh. do I can't do six AM anymore. That's that's <laughs> too much. That's just way too much. Yeah. I've been meaning I, I've really wanted I've been really like I've been way too busy to actually come to that thing these last two years, but like every time you guys talk about it on We Hate Movies, I'm like, Man, I gotta fucking get there. So I mean maybe next year, provided it happens next year, this is what, like the fourth year in a row that uh that Andrew's done it? Yeah, third or fourth, I think. Um, and I thought this uh, this he had a really good print of Zombie Three for this one, but otherwise the the new stuff wasn't exactly stuff I was like nuts nuts about. Um, what was the one? There's a new one that's not uh, that's pretty interesting. Um, what keeps you alive? I think it's called. I haven't heard uh, of that one. It's it's an interesting. It's uh, about uh, a lesbian couple goes out into the woods. Oh yes, um, yes, 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 yeah. yes. I saw. I remember that trailer. I saw that a couple of months ago. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's it's a pretty interesting little movie. Um, and oh fuck so, yeah! So that was there. Zombie was there. Zombie three was there, and uh, then like Stephen King, Cujo, and The Dead Zone. I mean, I love The Dead Zone, but Cujo, I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, it's been a while. Did you ever watch the Dead Zone TV series? I tried to, and... Yeah, I, I got, like, two episodes in it, because, like, The Dead Zone was, like, I think that was the first Stephen King book that I read, and, like, my 14-year-old brain reading that was like, oh, shit, this is incredible. I'm gonna go read every Stephen King book. And then I read, like, four of them, but I digress. <laughs> I think I've only read The Shining and The Green Mile. The Green Mile, it was just, like, do you remember, uh, I don't know if uh, uh, you guys were... Uh, alive when that came out what when was, it was when, when, when was that out when did that come out i want uh, is that that would have been if, if we were alive we were very young yeah, yeah that's <laughs> they put it out like in volumes like you really thin ones too like they were like two i think they were like 200 300 pages tops and oh, you're then talking, it you're all the came books? together. Are you talking about the books? Uh, yeah. Yes. I, I was I was alive. Uh, Blair, I think you were just not quite alive yet. Because it, <laughs> it was March 28th, 96. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that, yes. Yes. Well, that, I had a couple months before I was um, uh, created. Before you, popped, before you popped up the pussy. Yeah. Okay. I guess we're going to say that. <laughs> you're spoiling the meat and cheese platter I've put out with your foul language. I don't know if I can sustain this. <laughs> You've been doing it for two years. What's going to stop you now? I have to be very polite. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> you know what? I think uh, this conversation is a... not going to get any better. Let's just get right into the actual <laughs> yeah, that's meat the cold and cheese. Open. <laughs> yeah, sure. right, in, right into the meat and cheese of it all. Ugh. <laughs>
welcome to Fear Baiting, welcome everyone. Welcome to Fear Baiting, everyone. It's your number one... I don't even know what to go with for this one. Oh, Creepy got... Mustache Mustache Podcast. Did you see fucking Jared Padalecki's face in this okay, one? Okay, yeah. It's, 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 it's your number one Creepy Stash Watch Podcast uh, oh. 2018. Uh, I'm Sarah. I'm Blair. And joining us is a very special guest. Uh, you may know him from very popular, very beloved podcast, We Hate Movies. Uh, Chris Cabin, noted contrarian, has joined us on the line here. Chris, yes, how you doing? I'm doing okay. That's, that's going to be on my grave. Here lies a contrarian. I can just I can see it now. Noted uh, contrarian. <laughs> noted noted contrarian, contrarian Chris Cabin. Thank known, God he's dead. No. <laughs> contrarian. Oh, no. Contra- contrarian meme watcher podcaster Chris Cabin. Yep. Oh God. I hope none of us are remembered for memes when we die. <laughs> what a horrible, horrible legacy to have. There's gonna be a few people, right? Like I feel like LeBron after uh, after that. Um, there was oh, there was a meme where like his hands were out when he missed uh, one of his teammates missed a shot, and that was on Twitter for four weeks. Yeah, and oh that was God. all I, I mean, saw. Not not every not every like you know Raul Julia could pretty much died a meme because his last movie was the Street Fighter movie when he played yep. M Bison. Like yep. he died. Uh, he like his final performance was like just like. That that was his final performance. Um, whenever this topic comes up, I also like to bring this fact out. Uh, Chris, do you happen to know what Don Knotts' last performance was? I don't know the last. I this sounds familiar. This question has been poised to me before, and I don't know. It was Air Buddies. Oh no! <laughs> right. Oh, that's um, sad. Oh, uh, who was okay? Who was the actor whose swan song was that one really Sean shitty Connery. Act. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. His swan song was uh, Sir Billy, a.k.a. Guardian of the Highlands. Which oh. was just the lowest quality animated film. I, um, I remember one of the bad movie podcasts I listened to did that. I don't remember if it was you guys or Flophouse. Did you, have you guys done Guardian of the Highlands? We have not, no. Ooh, that's... <laughs> it's, I, might um... call, I might have to call that in for listener request month. <laughs> Please do. It's, oh, yeah. it's about it's about a racist grandpa who lives in the the Highlands, and he has a Scottish accent, and like thirty percent of the movie is screaming animals. We we walk back back on our first pilot, back on our first pitch of this podcast when Blair and I tried to do just like another bad movie podcast, like the the fucking thousandth to be launched onto the internet. We, yeah, um, we we did uh, we did like fifteen episodes, and one of them was Sir Billy, Guardian of the Highlands. Fifteen oh, is pretty generous, but yeah, we did. Do that's, that about, one. that's about how many we got. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but um, Chris, whenever we have a guest on for the first time, we'd like to find out a little bit more about them. So, like, what what got you into horror movies, and what would you say like your favorite subgenre of horror movie is? Um, well, I kind of you know in my teens, I had mm-hmm. uh, kind of roamed around Blockbuster and picked out a few that sounded interesting. But I don't think like that's when I re- uh, watched Jason, you know, Friday the Thirteenth uh, sure. and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street stuff. Yeah. But I don't think I really got hooked until I was in college. Uh, I had this great teacher in college named Greg Taylor. Uh, he's written a little bit. If uh, if you want to look him up, he's really really funny, smart guy. Um, and he showed me uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre in a class, like on a big screen, and that was it. That was yeah. the thing. That was mm-hmm. the one where I was like, "Oh, okay, this is a whole other thing." Right. Uh, it's like, a I whole ha- new world. It's funny because that's like the exact same experience that I had. I mean, I hadn't really dabbled very much like the scariest movie. Well, I, I mean, I guess I watched like I'd seen like the thing. I'd watched They Live. I saw the um, 
What's the uh, Peter Jackson zombie movie? Dead Alive. I watched that, but like not a lot. And then when I was in college too, uh, my final semester, I took some throwaway film class about weird cinema, and like I saw It Follows in that, and I was like, oh okay, so yeah. this is movies. Yeah. <laughs> like he had my t- uh, Greg had this incredible like he would do he he connected Texas Chainsaw Massacre to the Dada movement. Oh, um, interesting. And he did this whole thing about it. And I remember just being hypnotized by the whole thing. Um, and he also, to your other question, um, he introduced me to Cronenberg. And my mm. favorite uh, subgenre was probably, uh, with him specifically, I guess it is body horror, even though yeah. when it's done badly, it's really bad. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think, like, I think you could just like whittle a genre down to Cronenberg or Cronenberg in as like yeah. a subgenre of horror at this point. Yeah. Like good body horror. Yeah. yeah. Like like some Hellraisers and some bad examples would also be some Hellraisers. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And like Peter Jackson did that stuff too. I mean, Brain Dead. Uh, like oh yeah, the, Bra- the Brain face Dead. The, the, scene, the scene with the woman's face falling into the soup. You guys talk about that all the time yeah. on uh, on We Hate Movies, and it like it, it, I get a little bit nauseous every time it's mentioned. It's bad. <laughs> it's it, like I kind of like I, I kind of like having a gross out moment every once in a while like that. I mean, but the guys they will never stop talking about that. No. It's like being bullied in high school for them. I don't get it. <laughs> It's that, and it's the, the, the bucket of porn running for the Federales. <laughs> the the Federales, yes. Zoo. Always zoo. <laughs> I feel the, like... Un- I, I just, I never, I've never seen zoo. I don't intend to ever see zoo, but whenever you guys talk about that on the show, it just it, it never fails to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like body horror as a genre has kind of fallen off uh, as practical effects have kind of fallen off, which is, like, so sad for me because I feel like there's such so much texture and practical effects you know yes. it just yeah. uh, there's something about the puppetry there it like it, it hits like an uncanny valley in such a perfect way um that I, I you can't really simulate in the same way that you can with like like computer graphics for all oh. they're worth you know yeah absolutely and like i don't know if either of you have seen um the new halloween Yes, I saw, it. I saw it last week. It was the, really fucking good. Yeah, and the one thing that they do completely right is that there doesn't seem, at least from my eyes, there wasn't much CGI uh, bloodshed or no. CGI uh, makeup. Like whenever, like when the guy's jaw is all cranked out, mm-hmm. it's it's really that. It's 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 physical effects, and I thought right. that really gave it a leg up, even compared to all the other Halloweens. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. There's just there's just this like it it, it intersects with reality in such a uh, really satisfying way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that like you know, I feel like this always comes up when the discussion comes about. But like, I feel like the failing of the uh, the 2011 version of the thing is that they didn't. I mean, one of the failings at least was their yeah. uh, reliance. They like they scrapped all of their practical effects in favor of CG effects. And their practical effects were gorgeous. You look at Which some is, of those, like, like even if they even if they didn't look like top tier, like it's the thing. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be creative, and like uh, in that for in the dog uh, kennel scene in the original, yeah, like you don't even know what that big bulb thing that opens and goes towards them is. Yeah, there's no there's no way of explaining what that thing is supposed to be, and I feel like the new one they were trying to like. Oh, this is kind of like a spider. This is kind of like a lobster, or like the, the, their body is contorted in all these very familiar ways because the CGI just had to do it that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And just, um, it, it I, angered I me. Disappointing. I mean, I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead whenever she shows up in things. Like, oh, she's yeah. one of my favorite actresses to watch. Uh, I, I, I return to Final Destination 3 at least twice a year. These days. <laughs> it's the best of the bunch, I think. Thank oh, you. Oh, God. Thank you. I you think it so is. <laughs> we have no. uh, a couple, a couple uh, back uh, back on our 100th episode, we did a, a bracket of all of our uh, favorite movies uh, that we had watched in the past year. Um, and I think our, our final four was, it was Lake Mungo, uh, Scream, uh, Pontypool, and Final Destination 3. And, the, which is just like, what a good group of movies to be like, <laughs> in the company of. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, this is our podcast. <laughs> this is this is where I'm, I have to be embarrassed. I, I've never seen Lake Mungo. I haven't gone there yet. Oh, oh. You've, you've killed Blair. No, 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 no. This <laughs> is good. This is a good thing. Um, <laughs> Chris has I, to experience I, Lake Mungo. Right. No, no, no. It's so exciting when someone, I hope you get the opportunity to see it once in, uh, at, at some point in your life because it is, I, I can't, I don't know if I can say it's my favorite horror movie, but it, it has such a beautiful atmosphere that I've never seen replicated in any other movie uh, of this genre. Um, I, it's such a treat. I'm so excited for you to watch it whenever that does happen. <laughs> That's not the one. Is that the one with Michael Fassbender or not? Because um, I remember there being a... It's s- the Australian one. Yeah, I don't okay. Think I don't think it's got any big names attached to it for my recollection. I think it's a very, uh, in a very mumblecore sort of way, no one with a name is attached to it. Yeah. Hmm. It's, uh, it's documentary style, kind of. Yeah. Phone footage oh, okay. is my niche. It's my yeah. garbage niche. <laughs> When this is a good, good movie. <laughs> the, when the, it's the, good, it's really good. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, on, the only person on the Wikipedia page for Lake Mungo that has uh, their own Wikipedia page is just the lead actress of Talia Zucker, who is apparently an oh. Australian, uh, a, an Australian actress who has seven movie credits to her name. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, very yeah. mumblecore. I yeah. have to. I mean, that it, I wonder. It, Lake Mungo would be something on Shutter, right? Probably. I would. I would be. I I haven't spent much time on Shutter after I let my uh, subscription lapse, but I uh, I would imagine it would be. I imagine it's not very hard to find. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been meaning to. That was one that's always been on the list, and yeah. several people. I mean, for found footage, I don't know if this even counts, but I'm a huge um, fan of the Unfriended movies. Oh, oh yes! I have Are you joking? So yes, they're so damn good. It's we unbelievable. Love, we love unfriended here. We haven't we haven't made, we haven't had a chance to see how is how is Dark Web? I haven't seen it yet. Um, it is uh nonsense. It's just ninety minutes of absolute nonsense. It's perfect. And it's actually kind of cre- like when somebody tries to do dark web stuff, it's always so cheesy, and like I felt like they actually kind of. They like at least got what somebody's fear of that is. They kind yeah. of honed yeah. in on it a little bit at least. Then, yeah. But it, usually it looks... it's just like, well, you can do whatever there. You could fly. <laughs> <laughs> you can fly. You can heat vision. Whatever you, get... you want. Just do what the fuck ever. You turn into yeah. the chameleon you man. F- do you want to fuck? We will help you. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> You want drugs? Uh, we've got those. We've got. Drugs well, that's just like <laughs> most of the regular dark web. Like the real one is mostly just drugs I mean, anyway. At, so. I mean, honestly, yeah, at this point, the regular web has just drugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, Depending on yeah. where you live, at least. <laughs> I live in the state of New York, and I've never done a drug in my life. Oh yeah! If you're a cop, you have to tell us, or else it's entrapment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Swear um, not a cop. <laughs> fabulous. Y'all, y'all want to talk about this movie? Yeah, let's yeah. get into it. Yeah, we should. 
So, at the top, I just want to say, I have never seen the original House of Wax. I intend to watch it on this podcast next February when yeah. we do an old movies month. Yeah. Um, yeah, watching this movie, the ba- main takeaway, like, constantly throughout this movie is I was like, I wish I was watching the original one right now because I feel like there's elements in that one that I would enjoy that are just not, like, are just, like, counteracted by the fact that this movie just is the way that it is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, are you both big uh, uh, Vincent Price fans? Um, I wish I could say yes to that. I, really I want, I want to be more classically educated Yeah, in a, lot of, a lot of my horror, horror. stuff is modern era oh, okay. uh, features. I'm such a poser. <laughs> <laughs> No, you gotta learn. You gotta, this right, is a good yeah, way to I'll learn. get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, Chris, Chris, we all have our assignments. Chris has to go watch Lake Mungo, and we have to go watch a lot of Vincent Price movies. Yeah. <laughs> Start with Dragonwick. Dragonwick's the best. Fabulous. Uh, uh, but the original is very, like, comedic. Really? Um, it is. It's because it's Vincent Price. Like, very rarely does his does the atmosphere overpower just his overall cheesiness. Right. Okay. Like, it's really hard to do that. So, it's not... I wouldn't even call the original a scary movie. It's scary, I guess, in the implications. Like, people are dying. But um, <laughs> other than that, it's not really scary, I would say. Okay, that's interesting. Because a lot of, like, my positives I had about this movie were, I feel like, were, like... I, I was writing them off because I was like, this is probably just expounding on stuff explored in the original. Which, I mean, like, it is, but, like... It's I don't know. A, I, I got to give this movie a little bit more credit then, I guess. Unfortunately, it's it's a bit more. This one, at least, like the the first one, it, the idea is, and I think it has something to do with Price himself, where like the idea is that what he does, he 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 has a house of wax, and everybody thinks it's amazing, but also funny. Like he wasn't able to be a real artist, so he did this yeah. to make money. So it is more of a thematic interest, I guess, than like an actual horror movie. Like, so you're just like watching him be like snotty to people for an hour. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the whole movie. <laughs> that sounds um, excellent. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so, so the first thing about this movie that I want to talk about is that this movie is an hour and fifty-two minutes long. Uh, uh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, the, only saving, the only saving grace about getting to the end is that the credits do open with My Chemical Romance's Helena. Which sent me on a fucking religious journey. Yeah. I, heard, I heard that and I was like, I know this. What is this? And Blair's just screaming. Um, yeah, my inner 14-year-old just got so excited at that point. Um, yeah, I was... Um, why, would I, you, why would you end the movie with My Chemical Romance's Helena? Because it was 2005! Okay, that's fair! <laughs> There's new metal playing in the opening credits. <laughs> There's new There's metal all over this movie. Everywhere. The Deftones. I, I, uh, this will date yes, me. Yes, there are, oh my god. That, Marilyn Manson. the soundtrack for this movie real quick. Yeah. Marilyn Manson comes in, I think it's when they're in the gas station at one point. Marilyn Manson... Uh, one of the songs from Antichrist Superstar. Comes uh, died out. up, tied, and dead to the world is the song. Yes, and all of a sudden so, I was like, oh, I'm back. <laughs> so, so here, here's, a, here's a quick rundown of all of the bands that are featured in this movie: The Prodigy, oh. uh, My Chemical Romance, Deftones, Stutterfly, Disturbed, Blood Simple, Marilyn Manson, The Stooges, The Von Bondies, Harmar Superstar, Joy Division, and Dark New Day. I didn't even so, hear Joy Division. <laughs> 
New it's, Dawn Phase is apparently in the soundtrack. Oh, jeez. It's, it's like, for no reason. <laughs> All of this, it just feels like, you know, for no reason. It's just because it was 2005, and this is the mu- music you put in movies. <laughs> but I just want to share with you, the, the, uh, the genre for this House of Wax soundtrack are soundtracks, film scores, alternative metal, and gothic rock. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the, just um, the writing of gothic rock is very funny to me. Um, It's just... <laughs> but... <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I if if pushed, I can I could only talk about this for like the rest of the uh, runtime of this podcast. Um, I, I want to, but I do want to comment on the fact that all of these movies we've watched this month have been way longer than they ever deserve to be. Right? Um, yeah, like we watched uh, last week uh, another Jared Padalecki vehicle. We watched the uh, the Halloween two that the two thousand nine Halloween, and oh. like. I liked that more than I anticipated going in. I didn't think it was good, but like I expected a, dr- a trash fire, but I had at least a fun time with it. It's, that movie it's, is so long. It is way longer than it's sturdy. That's what I give that movie. That's the word I always use. It's very sturdy. They didn't play around too much, but like I could follow it and I wasn't bored. Yeah. Right. Everything else I can't really say I enjoyed, but <laughs> I really yeah. like the uh, second one, though. The the the, the, zomb- the second zombie Halloween. Did I say Halloween and I meant to say Friday the Thirteenth? You said oh, Halloween. I also said that I did thousands of times. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. We I meant to say Friday the Thirteenth. Halloween. The Halloween Rob Zombie remake. Aside from like the rape scene in the middle of that, I actually <laughs> I did enjoy that rape scene. Fucking sucks. It's awful. Yeah. yeah. The um, second. Yeah. The second one at least is a little bit more like visual and like he's playing with psychological stuff yeah yeah I, i've only seen stills from it i haven't seen it yet myself that's probably going to be sometime in the near future but um i I've, I've seen a lot of stills from it that i'd like to look at what else did we watch this month blair we also watched uh, my bloody valentine 3d with the other supernatural <laughs> brother jensen ackles yeah, that we started the month with that one <laughs> yeah i saw that in theaters and i apologize to everybody for that <laughs> Oh, it was man. such a way to start off the month, though, because I, it is... I've, I've, I've espoused this opinion before, and I will continue to espouse it. I think Jensen Ackles is actually, like, an okay actor, and I think he would have a career as a, as a bit of a scream king if he was not um, if he was not tied to Supernatural. Jared Padalecki's career is going to sputter out and die as soon as Supernatural is over. That man is... But it's never going to end. But it's never going to end. <laughs> Sarah, it's never going to end. Um... It has infinite legs. Yeah, um, we also watched uh, the haunting with with the one with Owen Wilson, which that is a fucking year long movie. Yes, that one we did that one way early in our uh, tenure. We did that like maybe even our first year. Yeah, um, and I just remember watching it and be, when does this end? Right, like when does it's, this both life like, and this movie? Now that I'm watching it, Owen yeah. Wilson's head comes off, and there's still like a half hour after that. <laughs> It's so insane. And it's like, so it's one thing for a movie to feel long, but these movies both feel long and are very long. Yes. And the, it, only, the only exception to this was that when we watched Halloween 3 Season of the Witch, which was like, that was a fucking good time. <laughs> one's just, it's also short as hell, isn't it? Yeah, that movie is short. That movie is like, I, I don't know if that movie even even like tops 90 minutes. Yeah. No. Yeah, that one is a, that, that one's a treat. <laughs> This is the upside of this uh, this whole month is that sometimes sometimes the movie is good and you don't expect it to be good. Um, uh, this one, um, not not necessarily. Well, oh, Halloween, th- Halloween three is actually an hour and uh, thirty eight minutes. That's that's a longer time than I felt like. Yeah, but still, sure, it has like twenty minutes less than this one, <laughs> which is just uh, anyway. Um, 
I almost feel bad. This one is almost legitimately creepy in a lot of ways. Yeah, I feel, I feel like there was. I feel like there were a, there are a handful of things that this movie did right, but also it's a very small handful. If I'm being honest, but it has the trappings of of its its. You know, you know, this is a 2005 horror movie, which does historically not a lot of good horror content came yeah. out of the the the, the mid aughts, uh, early to mid aughts. One of the things that yeah. bugs me about this movie is that like. I look at the time and I see 113 minutes. I look at the cast. I see six main cast members. There are four kills by the bad guys in this movie over over uh, over a time span of almost two hours. That's yeah. I know I sound a little bit morbid when I obsess about that, but like I need the more. kills per minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is not satisfied. Two, no. two of the two of them were interesting. Two of them were just someone gets a knife through the neck. Like that's two of those kills. Only two of them were good. Yeah, like, it's two thousand five. I mean, you have to give me something. You could have chop. Also, you could chop like the whole like the the beginning with the kids in the chairs, them getting oh, to yeah. the place. You could chop all. Nobody cares about it. Not I can't find oh, yeah. nobody in this yeah. world could care about it. Yeah, I'm supposed to care about the emotional core of these murders, like murders. Like I've never cared about the emotional core. <laughs> that's the that's the thing that frustrates me so much about. Um, I think especially the Rob Zombie uh, Halloween is like, here's here's uh, Michael's tragic past. I was like, I don't <laughs> care. I w- <laughs> it's not the point of the movie, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Though we do, it's, of- at least with Michael's tragic past, like we get some like. We get the dad getting duct taped and like s- his throat slit, and like we get a couple of interesting kills out of that. At the very least, it has yeah. some demon quality. The the there is like there is a thirty minutes of this movie that could be easily left on the cutting room floor. This movie could be a tight under ninety minutes, and I'd be like, I didn't enjoy this, but it did not waste my time, and I respect it for that. Yeah. Um, th- the one thing I could say is like, if you have, and you know maybe it's early to be bringing her up, but if you have Paris Hilton in your movie. Right, <laughs> and she is in it for longer than an hour. You have failed at your whatever you were trying to do. You failed at it. She yeah, should be dead she, I mean, within the, an the, hour. The appeal of Paris Hilton is to be someone who gets her tits out and then dies. Right. It, I mean, that sounds sexist, but like that was just the movie industry back in the day. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying that's a noble goal. I'm saying like the movie industry failed. This movie failed to do what it was attempting to do. She does get the most memorable death in this in this movie, in my opinion. I mean, Jared Padalecki's is also pretty good, but like hers is pretty good yeah i would say she's not i i think padalecki's is great because he essentially they kill him three times yeah <laughs> maybe even four i think <laughs> and like but like uh, paris Hill, having to look like she's just so dead behind the eyes and yeah like you can oh, just she tell it, be here <laughs> the no, opening scene with her and and uh, uh, uh alicia cuthbert i was yeah. just like oh man she is not here <laughs> Wherever she is, it's not here. Yeah. yeah, she's just like every time the shot, every time the shot calls, she's just like checking out her like iPhone second generation, <laughs> and she's just and she's just like texting someone like they said the shoot would be done in three hours. I don't know why I'm. I've still been here, here for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> for the amount of screen time she has, um, like she doesn't want well, it. An- you know about, she doesn't want it. <laughs> another thing about this movie is the editing, because like we 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 go from like we go like forty minutes without seeing Paris Hilton. Like I forgot about Paris Hilton and her boyfriend yeah, for a for a, for a large part of this movie because we just don't cut back to them whatsoever until we cut back to them to kill them. And and the, that that I was <laughs> the tent scene before she actually gets it in the in the um I guess it's in the, the garage. garage. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I was like, you didn't like. I, I get it. You had to show uh, her boyfriend getting uh, killed, but again, he has one of those like, oh, knife in the throat. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. like, all right, whatever. Let's let's start getting through this like thing from top to bottom though, because we are jumping all over the place. Hey, <laughs> fast and loose. You know, this is yeah. it's it's the it's, it's the jazz it's of podcasting. It's October. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the plot points you don't talk about. <laughs> so we've um, got we've got Carly, who's Alicia Cuthbert, uh, her twin brother, which I guess it must just be fraternal twins because they look nothing alike. Well, yeah. uh, if you're if you're not the if you're not the same sex, it's inherently fraternal twins. Oh, I knew I knew that. I was testing you. <laughs> oh, I got you on the geek check. <laughs> But yeah, Carly Jones and her twin Nick, and then her boyfriend Wade, Judd Padalecki. Um, mm-hmm. And then we also have Blake and Dalton and Paige. Yeah. And like, um, these characters are like, I, I, I'm looking at their names right now because I wrote them down and I also have the Wikipedia article open. And these are just like the most nothing names. Like, I don't remember fucking any of their names, but I'm not looking directly at them. Right. <laughs> they cease to exist when yeah. you're not uh, currently observing them. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and I'm just, um, yep. I, I remember Cuthbert and. Uh, Chad, uh, is it Chad Michael Murphy? Chad Michael Murray, it is Murray. Chad Michael Murray. Like I only remember them because they're brother and sister. Like I couldn't be bothered to remember these names. Like right. for uh, or or what they do or like I guess one of them likes football. Yeah, well the the whole thing is like for some reason they're going to a football game and that's just kind of happening in the background because um, yeah. they I feel like they constantly have to justify what they're doing and I have, I have then never, they remember oh we're doing a football game soon or something like, like I went to a college that had like a division one uh, hockey men's hockey team like we were we, like our hockey team was incredible Clark University is like they might become an Ivy League on the back of their on the back of their hockey team which is gonna look great on my resume even <laughs> though I have a digital arts degree but I digress <laughs> um like these ca- I have never in my life met someone who cares enough about their like college's football game or their college's like sports team to like make these kind of like tracks I mean I'm sure these people exist but like I have never met them in am my I spe- life am I expected to relate to them in any sort of way absolutely <laughs> <laughs> no, no way. Not, not not to be over here like oh I call it sports ball, but like I, I don't relate to any of this. No, I I mean that whole and it, it's not even he's not in the game at all. He's just going to go right. No, right. he's just going to check it out. They just want to watch their team win or what the fuck ever. Just turn on the radio. Who cares? What right. are you doing? Um, like, television I mean, I was invented. I... It's probably there. Maybe yeah, even there. <laughs> oh yeah this is like a if this is like a college game that's worth caring about going to this is gonna be broadcast right like you are six friends ostensibly i would bet none of them are living together at this point like can you not do none of you have a television with cable yeah or maybe you can <laughs> go mean, to your granted, parents granted, house granted <laughs> i wasn't a college student in 2005 but like I don't know, Chris. You were probably a college student closer to that than I was. Like, what, I was. That would be my last year. I didn't. I mean, I. I am also of the of the sports bulb uh, uh, <laughs> variety. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> where I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. But like, I don't even think ours. We had a, a, a soccer team that never played. That's about it. <laughs> so I don't know much about exactly what you would be seeing, but I can't imagine. Like. He seems to think like his entire future depends on him watching this game, which yeah. seems a little weird. 
Yeah. Also, also, not to jump forward, but there's a point later where they talk about how they haven't, uh, they have to go get their tickets from scalpers. And, like, if you care enough about this football game to be making this fucking trek and you haven't even, like, secured tickets yet? Yeah. Like, you haven't even, there's no will calls, there's no nothing, you're just counting on there being scalpers? Like, you're, you're, you're making this trek for this football game and you're gonna watch it from the fucking nosebleeds? Yeah, it's like, (laughs) gas money, come on, (laughs) you're going to Louisiana! (laughs) That's, I mean, I don't know where they're starting from, but it's probably far. <laughs> it's probably more than just to justify and maybe we'll get into the game. Well, I mean, they're talking um, about going to Louisiana, so they are at least traveling across state lines. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you definitely don't want a sense of place in your movie. You don't want to remember <laughs> where the movie is set. That's it, for sure. Somewhere America. Vague America. I mean, yeah, it's, it's Present day. The, 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 it takes place on the road to Louisiana, and, you know, it all roads lead to Louisiana eventually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so everyone's just fucking it just starts in this fucking scene where everyone's chilling in a diner they're talking about going to the college game and they set off and then we see Paris Hilton giving roadhead to her boyfriend Blake which is like that's man <laughs> <laughs> like really you had to be that obvious about it just we all know just no don't do this right also I have so many driving problems here I was so stressed out about this scene because they were on a road it was not built two cars to be driving right next to each other this was a one-lane country road um but they were not only not only were they right next to each other watching the road had happened like heads tur- fully turned towards it but that was also happening i'm like you are begging for a car accident here please do better i was fully expecting like one of their i, fu- I was fully expecting like the inciting force to be like one of them fucks up on the road and they, like, have to go to the nearby town. But no, it just turns out that, like, Nick's fucking, uh, whatever the fuck, the belt breaks. Yeah. The fan belt, and then they have to go camp in what looks like a bog for the <laughs> night. You know, bog camping, yeah. as you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and I then, guess it's God. big in Louisiana, probably. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> There's, uh, there's this, uh, there's this, they, uh, they start playing the most, like, uninspired game of football I've ever seen. Like, it's, it's cut, passionless. like, yeah, they, like, A of all, obviously, the, like, obviously, they don't have enough people to play an actual game of football, like, that's obvious, but, like, and that's fine, the, you can, the way, you can do fine without that. Right, obviously, but, like, the way it's edited makes it seem like there's, like, actual competition going around, and then, like, the football lands at Nick's feet, and he, like, like fucks with Wade, he fucks with Jared Padalecki for a second. Yeah. And, like, for no real reason... <laughs> you know, conflict. Conflict. Yeah. I have around. no idea why Jared Padalecki is even here. He's he's Car- he's he's Alicia Cuthbert's boyfriend. It doesn't. Okay, that's true, but it doesn't feel like it at any point. They no, have it, no, no cap- it doesn't. It Nick- feels like it feels like her brother is her boyfriend. Right. Literally, they literally, have more I, chemistry on screen. I than- missed. I missed him. I missed him calling her sis for a second because I hadn't quite identified names with faces yet. And I literally thought that they were like exes for some reason because of the way they were talking to each other. Yeah, that was the that was the first thought I had. And I was just like, wait, 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 wait. That that makes no sense. Why would you your your recently like paroled or something brother uh, or, or ex lover comes in and is going to like hang out with you all? That seems very weird. And then that somehow it comes up again. You're my they brother. That they're twins. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? No. <laughs> like, have you kissed or something? This seems weird. <laughs> he yeah. seems so, he seems so jilted. Yes. Yeah. He's jealous as hell. It's really weird. Like, 
I don't know. How, like they do bring up. Uh, you'll see. There's a reference later. Uh, uh, whatever happened to Baby Jane? Where that another incestuous kind of relationship. But like, I'm like, you didn't push it. That like, this is weird and strange, and you're not making it strange. Yeah, I think it's strange. Like I am taking it in and be like, <laughs> this is fucked it's, up. It's, it's it's that one Folgers commercial that everyone loves to talk about come holiday season. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. one that everyone the one that everyone loves to call incestuous, but really it doesn't seem that incestuous to me, but I digress. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a, a, there's a really little. great line where uh where where the fucking I, I'm not looking at the list of names, I can't remember. It starts with a D. Uh Dalton. 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 Dalton dresses up in a funny outfit and you're and everyone's like, Oh, you look more gay than Elton John. And then someone else says Elton John is gay, and it's like, yep, ha, ha 2005, folks. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess that's what a joke is in 2005. <laughs> Comedy hadn't been invented yet. Yeah. So, yeah. like, we can't really hold it against them. Yeah. Um, Fa- uh, American Dad hadn't happened yet, so we didn't actually know what comedy was. Yeah. <laughs> one day. One day we'll know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We're still waiting. The, sci- the, uh, the laugh scientists are hard at work. In their the giggle last, labs. The last, oh, I thought you said the last scientists. Uh, the last <laughs> scientists on, on Earth are desperately trying to invent comedy. Um, I just imagine it as like that Twilight Zone episode where the guy's got all of his books and he's all alone and he's yeah. all ready to go. And then he's like, I finally got comedy. And then the glasses break. He's like, yeah. there was laughs now. I can't read my joke book. <laughs> Uh, oh my god but then this menacing truck just shows up and it's just like hey yeah okay so all of this happens in the first like who was was driving this truck do we do we know who's driving this truck was it Bo or was it scooter or was it do we even give a shit Bo and scooter i hate it um i hate the names in this movie The only um, reason I remember Scooter's name is because I just kept thinking of the Borderlands character who like owns the uh, the the um, the fucking car shop in those games. Yeah, whose yeah. name is Scooter, and he just talking. About, I don't know about you, but I have, I got a brand new deal on a wheels to you car. <laughs> <laughs> so they, I mean, all this stuff happens. It doesn't really matter. They get into the town, um, and it's like dead, um, and except for. I have more qualms, but that's fine. Um, they kind of just wander around the town, and event- they eventually they just like walk into a church. And I was raised Catholic for like half my life. Um, I don't think I would ever just walk into a church, you know? No like, way. <laughs> unless I like had purpose to be there. And there's not even like a lobby or anything. They just walk directly into service, and then are like scolded as you should be because you just walked into a church. <laughs> I mean, um, I. I I was not uh, brought up in any uh, church, and I I would knock, right. even though I, I, like in the middle of the day, just like it, it, anybody here, right, right. Um, I mean, like the thing is that like you, we talked about this during the stream, but like you get to a church and like this church is extremely brutalist for starters. <laughs> oh like, yeah, there is. I mean, Chris, I don't know how many churches you've been to in your life, but how many churches have you been to where there is not a like a lobby or an entryway or anything, and it's just open door, you are in the chapel? That would be um, a zero. I've been to a few, and that's a zero. Yeah, they all have I, a vestibule of some sort. Yeah, right. like, what? <laughs> like, I, I think, like, okay, that, like, you knock on the door into the chapel. If you don't know what's the door into the chapel, I, you're, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, but still, I would never risk it. You don't know, you don't know what goes on when, like, 
I, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. I don't trust like that. I would I would hang out outside the church before I would go into it and wait for other people to come out. Well, um, <laughs> can I ask, would like, I don't know, Blair, would there like be somebody, if it was a funeral, I would imagine you'd have somebody outside to maybe be like, uh, excuse me, quiet down a little bit. Here we go. Go yeah. in before you go. Like I would like an usher, that, yeah. Yeah, something like that to tell like, no, don't come in here right now. Yeah. But also but also there's like two alive people in this town. I mean yes. the, us as the audience don't know that yet, but that is <laughs> those are the rules that the movie has to operate within. Um so perhaps that perhaps I can excuse the nonsense. There's a lot of excusing of nonsense in this <laughs> whole conversation. <Quite> um yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but they are they're scolded by um, uh, Bo, I think his name. No, this is Bo, I think. And then yeah. Vince, it's the yeah. one that's underground. Yeah. Well, um, we, we, we got to this, but we actually skipped a big part, which is the part where uh, uh, Alicia Cuthbert like tumbles into a pit of corpses. Oh, God. Yeah. We, <laughs> we missed the part where they meet Scooter. We, we kind of like glossed over. Oh, that my God. Yeah, that's right. I totally forgot. About that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scooter. Because like, Scooter's they, yeah, dead deer guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one who's like got like. He's from Justified. Like... What's that? He's from Justified, and he's really good in Justified. Uh, is is but... Justified the squeal like a pig movie? No, Justified's a show with that's Deliverance. You're thinking. Of. I'm thinking Deliverance. Yes, I am. <laughs> Justified's a show with Timothy Oliphant, and it's just like about hillbilly crime. Oh, good. Uh, oh, that sounds good. <laughs> and it's... And it's just him, and also I think he is playing Manson in the Tar- new Tarantino movie. Oh, oh I thought shit. that was um uh whoever the one of the Doctor Who's was playing oh, Manson. That might be. Oh, Matt Smith. Matt Smith might be playing him. Yeah, you might. Yeah, be Matt Smith. That, I think. Which is I can't okay. Um, that's that's wild casting. Can I sidebar for a second? <laughs> okay, so not to like let my freak flag fly. I'm a bit. In, I'm a little bit interested in true crime. Um. Charles, Manson was a manlet. He was very small. <laughs> yes. Matt, Matt Smith has no right to be playing Manson in any sort of capacity because he's like six foot like eight or something. He's giant. He I looks just, like Slender I, Man. Yeah, I can't buy it. I can't buy it. Manlets only. I, I, I will not, I, I will not um, stand for more manlet erasure in my cinema. Um <laughs> <laughs> Who would you have cast? I'm trying to think like Charlie Day. Actors. Who else would you cast? Charlie Day would make a perfect Manson. You're so right. I know. I've thought about this. <laughs> In a pinch, get Danny DeVito. Yeah. Oh my God. Could you even imagine? Oh. No, that would be so perfect. De- Fucking Glenn, what's it? Glenn Howerton Howerton. is is Charles Manson. No, Glenn Howerton is uh, Ted Bundy for sure. (laughs) Yeah, that's Um, a yes. I I agree with that. (laughs) Blair's had some time on this. (laughs) (laughs) This occupies like seventy five percent of my brain at most times. So, yeah. Listen, in this economy, you gotta you gotta fill up your brain with that kind of mush, or else like the real world starts to creep in. Oh yeah. Oh God. Um, so, but, um, so yeah, they tumble into the pit of corpses where Carly just like does like a, a handstand in it for like ten seconds while she waits for people to pull her out. And here's another yeah. like um, X kind of vibe because Nick just takes off his shirt and gives it to Carly. 
Uh, and I'm like, yeah. okay, this is a fine, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if but I would it, do that for my is, sister, but... <laughs> the thing is that it does give Alicia Cuthbert a fucking look for the rest of the movie. Like, she's really challenged. She's, like, she's channeling some hardcore, like, uh, 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 Ripley from Alien to me for the rest of this movie a little bit. Just with that, like, with, like, that tank top on. Yeah, I could see that. And I think that's, there's definitely, um, later in the movie, there's, they do a, one of the... There's a couple, I think, really good shots in this movie. They don't really let them, like, play out. Yeah. But that shot of her running over the grates where the camera, like, follows her as she's running over the grates uh, when they're in the garage, that's, like, directly out of one of the... I think it might even be Alien Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's, I, I, that does sound familiar, her. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. And I was like, okay, so, yeah, okay, that's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes things are good, but sometimes they're not. <laughs> yes. That's philosophy. Yeah. But so they get into the town. Um, they are. They they have a conversation with Bo about. And he's like the mechanic, uh, dressed uh, very slick, all black. I mean, I know it's a yeah. funeral, but he's got like a black shirt on top of his like black, black tie and black suit jacket. Suit, black suit, black shirt, Cadillac. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the boy's dressed like, in black. Yeah, like very slick, um, and. Uh, um, they don't have the right size fan belt to replace yeah, it. Yeah, but they, but, it ha- but, ha- but Bo has it back at his house. Um, there's also I, sorry, I'm jumping back a little bit, but there's just a very funny scene to me where uh, Scooter is driving uh, Jared Padalecki and Alicia Cuthbert into town, and he's just like he's just like flipping, flicking the knife around, like flinging it every which way, like he's fucking juggling it. Yeah, I would I, I would get out and walk. Yeah, even if I didn't, <laughs> yeah. if I didn't I mean, know the area, that. I would walk. I mean, they I, yeah. do tell him that, like. Like they do do that. Like once they get to a swamp area, I would just I I no I would just like open the door, throw myself out, <laughs> right. whatever's gonna Tuck happen. If a croc yeah. gets me, that's that. Yeah, yeah. You got to pick your favorite way to die, and uh, like I was uh, I was I was fully expecting something to happen, like the car like just shri- shriek to a stop, and like that thing just goes straight through his eye. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. this is not a Final <laughs> Destination movie. Sarah. I, it's not, but like I expected that machete. I expected that to come into play literally at any point later in this movie. Yeah, because <laughs> we um, leave Scooter here. We don't see him again until like the fade into the end credits when we see him so waving weird. goodbye. So weird, so weird. His return well, is so bizarre. Um, uh, and, Sarah, so, I will um, say the. No, I, I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt you, Blair. No, um, like. I do that. Final Destination has a very special place in my heart, specifically because whenever I don't like a horror movie, I'm usually trying to think of it as Final Destination movie. Yeah. <laughs> because those movies never let you off the hook with body counts. You're right. always getting a big body count no matter what. Someone was like, oh, wait, maybe everybody's going to die here. Everybody I see is going to die in this movie. That would be yep. great. And that I felt <laughs> that hard during this one. Yeah. Yeah. The um, only like surviving Final Destination characters are from the second movie, if my recollection serves. They might have been often like a post, like in like uh, something that is not in the five movies, but like except for the kid who gets exploded at the fucking grill scene at the end of that movie, which is oh, fucking man. hilarious. Yeah, it's amazing. Like the protagonists actually get out pretty unscathed in that movie. Like they have horrible psychological trauma, yeah, but like death skipped to them because a baby was born or what the fuck ever. <laughs> yeah. 
like, I, I that, love the that, movie, <laughs> that movie gets so into the shit with everything with with the, with the way that, like death's timeline works because everyone's like, wait, I didn't get killed a couple of months ago because someone from the first movie died and like that set off the chain of events that led me from not dying. So death's timeline is actually working backwards to kill everyone in the reverse order that happened on the freeway. But if someone has a baby, that's okay. Everything will be fine. It's literally no rules, just right. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> and it is just right is the thing it is just right god i can't um, i they need to make another one of those we have so many saws but we have five final destinations oh they'll get back to it eventually they yeah gotta. it's what it's what it's what uh the country needs right now yeah uh, we're, we're nearing a, we're nearing a time state where like a new entry would possibly not even be like a sequel but more a revival or a remake because it's been like eight years since the last one i want to say that yeah. sounds right when was yeah. Final Destination 5? That was like 2011, 2012? Something like that. That does yeah. sound right. And then, I mean, with Jigsaw, uh, they just like were like, yeah, it's somebody who kind of is into the person. Like, uh, you could just say, oh, there's a new death in town. Yeah. That, that's all you got to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Tony Todd's still around, right? We got to get, you got to yeah. get him back. But like, that's probably like the big, you can just hire fucking literally anybody. You do not need to have any star power in those movies. No. <laughs> Like, who is the star power? There was Mary Elizabeth Winston in three, and then that fucking guy whose name I can never remember, uh, the fucking, the bald guy with the big hat from Anchorman. Oh, David, is that, David uh, Kecker. David Kecker. That's it, yes. Um, it's, and then- It's so good that you're on this, Chris, because, like, I never know what she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I someone who gets my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to leave Sarah out there. Um... <laughs> Like oh they, uh, not Devin Sawa, but a, uh, some a Devin Sawa esque person was in the first one, and I don't remember their name. But uh, yeah, the, it's never been about star power. Those things were just like, how creatively let's can just, we kill someone? Let's just get, let's just bundle a bunch of people up and then fucking throw them to the wolves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's That's fabulous. Um. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, trucking on forward, um, uh. They 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 investigate the t- so they go into um, Bo's house because he's got yeah. a fan belt in there and um, Wade's like I gotta take a piss and she's like, he wanders Fine. off and gets yeah. captured and made into a wax man. Well, oh yeah, do, they actually go into. I'm totally getting the timeline of this mixed up. They actually go into the wax museum beforehand. Yes, yes, and yes literally yes. everything is made of wax and this. Um, this far south in America, like close enough to Louisiana where you can justify sure. driving to it, um, that's not sustainable. There's no not way remotely. that with the humidity no. and the heat, a, a house of what? It's, <laughs> um, <laughs> when we were streaming this, a, a friend of mine was in the chat and kept agonizing me, just like it's special wax, and I'm like, if you say it's special wax one more time, I'm gonna fucking die because <laughs> it's just <laughs> you can't you can't suspend my disbelief on the physics of wax to that level. Well, it's it's old recipe wax uh, from oh, their the crazy original, mother. No. It's the original recipe. It's the it's <laughs> yeah. the recipe that the the, the bean. It's like the be, the Bush's beans dog has that that recipe and this wax recipe. Yeah, <laughs> it's, um, from the, it's it's wax from the old country. <laughs> I just can't just can't with this wax. It's crazy making. Yeah, um, but, but like, anyway, so you were also freaking the hell out over the windows too, right? Like, are the well, the, I assume the, the windows are just windows, right? And glass melts, but it shatters when there's heat. Is what it does. But it just everything just melts at the end when the fire is going, and it's you can't glass. 
You just can't do it. <laughs> science doesn't work like that, guys. <laughs> guys, <laughs> science, the science does not track. Um. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it would be a puddle. The whole town would be a puddle in reality. Right, yeah. exactly. puddle. Fire notwithstanding, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like spring, winter, uh, fall, like, you might be able to get away with that, but, like, with in the summer, like, dude... Yeah, you live near a Minnesota. swamp. Like you're, you live near a swamp for starters. Right, yeah. right. I live in Minnesota, and I don't think you could get away with that in the the fucking summer. <laughs> no way. No. Yeah. yeah. I've been to Minnesota. I don't think so. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, they fucking ice Wade, and by ice, I mean they fucking knock him the fuck out and make him into a wa- into a living wax man, and he plays the piano, and he's sitting at the piano. Yeah. And he's still alive how well, the, actually the, yeah this is this is you actually horrifying because like um it's he, special blair it's special wax no yes. no no but it, he I, I this is justified because he's also like injected with wax you know um i guess but that would go in your bloodstream i think it'll kill you pretty quickly that's fine it's I fine mean, all horror <laughs> movies somehow exist in this world where shock doesn't exist yeah like you would just <laughs> die of shock i would just be like oh i'm in this freaking you know uh, chamber with all this wax i'm getting you know my <laughs> stuff pulled out by this guy with a wax mask on i'm dying of shock that's how right. i'm going out that's how <laughs> right. it's happening everyone is made of meat in horror movies like just meat and no bones and yep. shock doesn't exist it doesn't this, happen this, i bring this up all the time but um chris i, I don't know if you remember this but in found Nation four that scene where the dude gets like pushed into the fence and like gets his body like ch- like pulled off in chunks you know what i'm talking about right yeah 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 did it ever did it ever strike you that like there is just no bone in that man's body? And he's just meat all the way through. Like that like that wrought iron fence just like sliced through a man like Julian style. It, yeah, it cuts through him like bologna. It's it, it, it's unbelievable. God, I love those movies. God, I do like a man without a skeleton. I will say that. Uh, <laughs> um. Okay. But, um, so then, uh, uh, after that, uh, Carly has also been captured, uh, but she's not, like, made into wax immediately for whatever reason, because I guess, I guess they only oh. have, like, one, they only have, like, one wax-making station, I guess, so, like, they have to put Jared Padalecki out of first, and then... Yeah. Two well, horrifying things happen basically around the same time. Carly's lips get, uh, super glued together, and yeah, I'm screaming sucks. the whole time. <laughs> uh... <laughs> And 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 also when when uh, uh, Dalton tries to like peel the wax off of um, Jared Padalecki's face, like the whole skin just sloughs off. It's horrible. Ugh. Yeah. Like and these are Dal- two like genuinely genuine things that I'm like I'm actually a little bit like nervous about what's happening yeah. right now. Some of the imagery in this movie is actually like good as hell. There's very little yeah. in this movie that I think I quantifies as good, but like this is like a good like that's a good thing. There is one good scene in this movie though, which is where uh, Jared Padalecki is going under for the waxing and he gets his fucking face. He gets a stupid shitty mustache waxed off. <laughs> Oh yeah, with the 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 cloth, and he pulls the whole thing off. Yeah, right? straight. And I mean, I, at that time, I was like, "Oh, so you finally justified the mustache?" Because you, I have to, I have to guess that is the only facial hair baby face Jared Padalecki can grow is just a <laughs> yeah. shitty prepubescent mustache. Yeah. Um, not to put the man on blast, he makes so much more money on than me that it doesn't really matter. Um, but <laughs> so he had to grow it just so they could wax it off. Um, God bless him for doing this that. Was, and his was eyebrows. This, was, this a, so. was this a pre was this pre-supernatural is the question. Uh I think this is 
maybe early season Supernatural. Yeah, 2005 right. is around when most most TV shows that are still running started. So this is this. That's is, true, actually. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first episode of Supernatural was in uh, 2005. Yeah. So uh, September, thir- September 13, 2005, specifically. Yeah. Uh, House of Wax came out in uh, May of 2005. So this movie actually predates Supernatural by six months. Unlike My My Bloody Valentine 3D, which managed to snag Jensen Ackles off of the scene of Supernatural. Somehow. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, so so Nick shows up. Uh, He's had enough. He has a conversation with Bo outside and like... Uh, Carly is like in this in like the room below, and she's like just like reaching her little ditty little finger up through the fucking the grate. And yeah. Like, oh, wiggle, yeah. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Nick, please see me. Wiggle, 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 and then she gets a fucking cut off by Bo. Um, it's uh, yeah, yeah. I was I will say the 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 thing with the lips being super glued together, like the reason that one hits so hard is because like I've used super glue and I get my fingers stuck together and it feels weird then. Yeah, and it feels kind of bad then. If yeah. my whole mouth is like, and I'm prying it open with my finger, like I, I'm never gonna forget that. Like, right. As as stupid as this movie is, I'm never gonna forget. And ugh. Yeah. Just, ugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, and your and your and your skin on your lips is so thin compared to your skin on your fingers. <laughs> I can't even imagine. So painful. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, then, but yeah, Dalton. So this is like slightly before Dalton gets killed, but Dalton's head comes off and uh, he blinks a couple of times, which we had, oh. we had a big discussion in the stream about this. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was eventually convinced. Um, I was like, well, I feel like you would actually, yeah, like you said, you would go into shock if your head came off of your body. I mean, I know that, that there's still enough electricity in your brain to like keep you alive for a couple seconds before you actually die. Um, but I feel like you would just like, there's no way you would be reacting to anything after that point because your head just came off your body, you know? Yeah, again, he's, he's shock. He's almost winking at the camera. He's like, yeah. I'm winking at the camera. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> like, are you no, no, no. That's a dead meat. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, is- so, so then, uh, then the movie decides, hey, it's been about an hour since we last saw Paris Hilton. Let's go back. <laughs> Who has been like the center of our advertising campaign, by the way, I should make that clear. I should, re- I should restate that. Yeah, like, the Paris Hilton too. Yeah, Paris Hilton was everywhere in this movie. She's nothing but a bit player because this movie, the the, the advertisement was just like sex sells, and like they're not wrong, but like well, Paris Hilton sells is the thing, you know. She's yeah, like, in, two, in two thousand five, Paris Hilton was a super hot commodity. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So so they they so they're making out in the truck again or something. In their, no, in they're their in the tent. tent. And, and the, the tent. music and the music keeps stopping. And Blake is like, hold on, you have to tell me something very serious, but I need my fuck music. Yeah. yeah. My fuck track stopped. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I just bring the boombox in the tent at that point. Like, it might yeah, be a little loud, starters. but if it's that important to you. <laughs> if you can't bust without like a shitty Sade playing or whatever, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do it. I was gonna say I just wish it was. Pony. Yeah. I do kind of uh, wish it was sweetest taboo though. If they, if yeah. they were gonna do it. <laughs> I don't even remember what song was playing. Like uh, I just like I feel like and I feel like Pony is a tra- is a tragically underused song in movies in general. I feel like more fuck songs in movies need to be just Pony by Genuine. 
Because yeah, I mean, I, I, it, it just—I mean, it's—it's it's a little bit on the nose, but it just gets right to the point. If you're horny, let's do it. Ride it, my pony. My saddle's waiting. <laughs> Come yeah. ride it, my pony. Well, well like they—they they do it all the time. Unchained Melody. Almost any like love scene will probably have that song at some point. Like, yeah, you, you see that all the way. I'm fine with Pony being on every. I mean, Genuine should be on all them. What? There was another song he did that was great. That's also a fuck tune, and I forget the name of it. <laughs> uh, Chris, I'm not sure if you're at all familiar with the anime of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Does that ring any bells whatsoever? No, I'm just starting to get into uh, what was uh, My Hero Academia. Oh, fuck yes! Just starting. <laughs> sorry, I, sorry, so I'm, I don't sorry. I don't have the names yet, so don't, sorry, <laughs> don't I'm be a, on blast. Sorry, I'm going to mark the fuck out for a second because I fucking love My Hero Academia with all of my heart. <laughs> But um, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, it's 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 another anime. But the thing is that um, every uh, outro, you know, like the ending music, the end, the ending sequence, like with the with the music they play every time. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's there's been a history with Jojo's Bizarre Adventure of like really uh, pop culture songs showing up because like for the first two seasons they used Roundabout by Yes. Uh, the third oh, season wow. they used uh, Walk Like an Egyptian and Last Train Home by uh, uh, I can't just remember who the Bengals. No, uh, but the Bengals was Walk Like an Egyptian, yeah, but the last train home was by the Pat Metheny group, I think. And oh, then okay. um, last season was the ending, it takes place in like the 90s, so the ending music was I Want You by Savage Garden. Um, <laughs> this season takes place in the 2000s, and the ending song is Freaking You. Oh, <laughs> 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 which, which, if you're, which for those unfamiliar, it does open with the line, every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so horny, which is just <laughs> incredible to you, because, like, you get to the end of this, like, big climactic fight scene, and then you'll just hear, like, some, some like, low-key, like, sexy R&B beats, and you'll just hear, every time I close my eyes, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. Well, now I just have to watch it for that. <laughs> it's, it's a great, sh- it's a completely bonkers show, it's great. It's, like, the, the way I, the way I always pitch JoJo is, like, remember when you were a kid and you would play in the playground, and so I'd be like, ah, I shot you with an arrow, and you'd be like, nah, you missed, I actually dodged it and shot you with my gun, bang. Like, you know what I'm talking about with that? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, it's that, the anime. Like, that's just what it is, basically. Everyone has superpowers, and it's great. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I had to mark out for a second there. No, go right ahead. Um, so, uh, so, then... Uh, yeah, Blake, Blake gets stabbed in the neck when he's checking his fuck box, and yep. uh, Paris Hilton runs around for ten minutes, and then um, there's a lot of Achilles tendon attacks that happen in this movie, which is always awful to look at and to experience. Like, yeah. the original Evil Dead it always kind of sucks for me to get through, because there's, that, like, there's like, that, that, thir- that like ten second shot of someone getting a pencil through their Achilles tendon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, it just, I, 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 Go ahead. Oh, no, I just, I just made the sound. That was my, that was my <laughs> point. <laughs> Well, I, the, uh, the, uh, like, I, I, I took so long to finally watch Pet Cemetery, the original one. Mm-hmm. And I, I started watching and I was like, this is the most boring movie I have ever seen in my life. And I kept on going. And then finally, like, I was like, I was about to turn it off, honestly. And at one point, like, just the kid does the Achilles tendon 
and it's like a close up of a guy going down yeah. after getting those cut. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. Now I understand it. I get it now. Okay. Like, like I, I recently, like I, like uh, six or seven months ago, I broke my foot in like the worst way imaginable. Like my foot was not connected to my yeah. ankle for a little while there. Um, so like anything with foot trauma is really hard for me to watch lately. But like Achilles tendon stuff is like that's always just been fucking nasty to watch. Yeah. Like we, we, we like we tried watching Funny Games uh, about a cut like one or two months ago, and I don't know if you've seen that movie, but at least the uh, oh least, yeah the American <laughs> version at least has Tim Roth getting his leg broken and like tortured and stepped on, and like I should have texted Blair and I was like I'm tapping out, I can't watch this movie. You have to find a guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. Rough. I think they it's... do it in the original too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but so Paris gets a fucking Paris gets the fucking the the wax man. I don't remember him, Vincent. Vincent the wax man fucking winds up throws his like shows us his like MLB style like javelin toss and just like completely spears Paris Hilton through the head and like just like yanks the pole out of her head the other way. It's mm-hmm. it's fucking incredible, basically. <laughs> Yeah, because like and, we we get we get like the, we get like the force impact of the kill, and then like the like the thing that like kind of slides out of her head, and she like kind of flops limply to the. It's great. Yeah. If I if I had that like javelin skill of being able to throw something like that, I feel like I'd be using it all the time to kill people. <laughs> like I wouldn't just be doing it with Paris Hilton. Like whenever I saw anybody, I'd be just throwing whatever I could find at them. Have you seen if Daredevil season? Kind of- Chris, Chris, have you seen Daredevil season three? I have not gone to it yet. Apparent from what I've been told, uh, Bullseye is the main villain in that one, and he—if you're looking for that—apparently that that season's got a lot of it. Well, now I know what I'm doing after this. <laughs> Perfect. I'm just gonna throw, watch people get like, things thrown at them. That's that's the only thing that I like about the Daredevil movie is just seeing Colin Farrell just like fucking huck things, whatever the fuck it is, and killing people with it. It's just like it's such a weird thing that I always appreciate. Just like, oh shit, you didn't realize that like incredibly small thing that you use in your day to day life is actually gonna kill you. Yeah. yeah, and which is I also mean, the appeal of Final Destination. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Not to circle back around to that. This is a Final Destination podcast. Sorry to mislead no, you. Yeah, <laughs> you, you. I guess you changed it all. <laughs> um, anyway, left a mark on our culture. <laughs> yeah, and us personally. <laughs> yeah, um, I've been showing it to my. I've been showing it to uh, Andrea, my girlfriend, uh, like in pieces, and I'm very. It means a lot to me that she has fallen in love with it as much as I do. <laughs> Um, but, so, um, so everyone's dead now, except for Nick and, uh, Carly, Carly. right? Yeah. yeah. Which are, which is fine because they're easily the most likable characters. Yeah. Like, yeah. in this movie. <laughs> um. But so uh, they have, like, they have, like, a big, uh, a big, uh, showdown. Uh-huh. Fucking about, then they meet the, it's twins on twin, it's some twin on twin action as Nick and Carly try and fight Bo and Vincent. Yeah, okay, so, like, they were conjoined twins, I guess, or something, um, yeah. and that, and then Bo is the evil twin and Vincent is the good twin, I guess? Um. Yeah, but, but Vincent, but Vincent, you think Vincent's the evil twin because he's the one with the mask face, and he's the one who's got, like, the part of his face missing because that's apparently, like, like, it looks like someone just, like, inserted a, bo- like, it looks like someone just, like, took, like, a clay, like, you may have, you, if you make a face out of clay and just, like, swing a bowling ball into, like, part of it, like, that's what it looks like. It looks like a part of his face has just been, like, carved out with a melon baller. Yeah. And, like, we get some symbolism with this because Nick and uh, Carly lock up the ba- lock up the bedroom door and there's, like, these two, like, wax babies sitting in the middle and, like, they just get cut through right in half and split up just like Vincent and Bo, and Bo were. Yeah. Wow. 
Um, and wow. and, but also, isn't and that happens right after I. I think Bo is technically dead at that point. Finally, yes, yes, he gets a lot of shit in the face and the chest, and oh yeah, he get. That's the thing. Alicia, uh, Alicia Cuthbert knows that the rule always is: if you're go, if you knock somebody out and it's the killer, just keep going. Yeah. If you the have a baseball is, bat, just keep going. The thing <laughs> is that, like, she does that. She goes for the second shot, but like, then he comes back later anyway. So, like, what the yeah. fuck does it matter? Doesn't matter. I'm like, what that? Come on, no, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> there, is, there is a there is a good scene that we get with Bo's death, which is the the movie theater scene, which I actually thought was kind of interesting. Which is like Alicia Cuthbert sitting in the with like a bunch of other mannequins in this movie theater, trying to like st- trying to like make it so that no uh, make it so that like she can't uh, be caught, like make it look like she's one of the wax figures. And then once Bo gets to the front of the room, he's like pretty easy to pick her out. And then we get a nice couple of shots of him blowing the fuck up of other mannequin heads. Yeah, and then like old skull goes Just, flying like, everywhere. Out. I yeah, mean, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of methane gas in that chamber, so like the explosions make sense. Yeah, that's actually what I was thinking when I was watching that particular scene. Is that <laughs> like the the your body like like liquefies essentially when you die, like like the decomposition yeah. process. Other than your skeleton, like you just you're like everything else is just liquid. Um, I feel like that would like be a problem with the wax. I know we've established that it's old special wax, but also. Um, a gas would like there'd be like explosion i don't know at the very least it would be an un, it would be an unbearable stink at the very least well, that's what they, like, they, they, like they they smell the corpse pile full of all kinds of garbage and like you don't smell what is essentially a town-wide rendering plant yeah. And like I'm like no, you wouldn't be able to breathe in that town. Right. It's special wa- a- it's it's special anti-stank wax. No. Oh yes, of course, so the family recipe, the bow yeah. and Vincent family recipe. The the bow bushes beans axe body spray family recipe of no stank, no melt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, except when it's except when it's narratively convenient. Yeah, except when it's on fire, then it will all melt. But they um, find Dalton, and he's, like, in the wax makeup machine, and they, like, just take his head off, which is very funny. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, oh, no. Oh, God, <laughs> just, we gotta run. Yeah, it just, like, pops off, and I had some recollection. I've been playing uh, Until Dawn recently. Chris, I don't know if you've played that game. I know Blair hasn't. Mm, uh, I but I'm not. familiar with it. Uh, there's a scene early on where uh, you come across uh, like a, a deer who's been badly injured, and you can like try to. I mean, I guess extremely minor until dawn. Spoilers, heads up. Uh, you can, you can, you you have the option to like like ease its pain, like to just kill it, like uh, put it out of its misery, or to not to like try and comfort it. If you choose to try and put it out of its misery, the character will grab it by the horns and like try and break its neck and just rip its head all the way off on accident. <laughs> Jeez. Until Dawn's a great game. If, if, if it's, I, 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 I genuinely, Chris, do you know anything about Until Dawn? Because if not, I'm going to pitch you on it. No, is this is this uh, PS4 or yeah, it's a PS4 game. Okay, then. Well, I have a PS4, so I could play. Oh, perfect. It. Yeah. Um. So Until Dawn is, uh, it's an it's a horror movie. It's a horror slasher movie, basically, where you, uh, there are eight. There are these eight characters in a in a cabin in the woods in winter. 
and the um, there's this huge sprawling narrative. There's very little actual gameplay beyond like quick time events of button presses and decision making. But it's just mm-hmm. this huge sprawling narrative that can branch off in like a bajillion different ways. And like every choice you make has an impact on the outcome of the ending of like because it is possible to get through that game with all eight characters surviving. There is possible to get through that game with none of the characters surviving in any combination of like yes or no deaths in that game. It's it's like four years old. You can pick it up for like probably like fifteen bucks or something. Mm. It's pretty short. I think it's like an eight hour run, give or take. Uh, mm. And I really recommend seeking it out, especially if you like horror movies, which I do. I've been finally actually getting through it. I've tr- I've started it like five times, but I'm actually finishing it this time, and it's a fucking good game. Yeah. My wife is really big on The Last of Us, so she might be particularly into that kind of stuff. Like really? I always, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Is, is Last of I I is, I call Last of Us a horror. Uh, it's it's more uh, of a game, it's, but it's it is a bit of a horror thing. It's more like a zombie. Nar- it's more like a zombie action game than it is anything. Yeah. But um, I've, yeah, I've, if, you, if, been... you've ever, if you've ever played like the Walking Dead games, like any of the Telltale games with like the, the yeah. choices mattering, like, it's kind of like that, but like extrapolated and with a lot more like a lot of stuff spent in it. And also Rami Malek is in it, who I always oh. love seeing him work. Yeah, yeah. me too. Love yeah. Rami Malek. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically uh, why I know about it, because uh, when it came out, I was like super into Mr. Robot. And I was like, oh, fuck more Rami Malek content. Let's shove it down my, fa- my throat. Um, but yeah, uh, so... The, the house melts. Like yeah, the house, the house melts. Gets... Everything goes uh, up in flames. and They, they have to desperately... Oh, it's out. kind of... It's, this is kind of terrifying. They have to desperately crawl out of this melting wax house. Yeah. Um, um, but that's that's about it. That's basically the last big scare we get, I think. And then, like, the police arrive and, like, all of this happens and, like, they talk about it. And then it's revealed that Scooter is a fucking... The triplet that happened here. And I'm like... Okay, I guess that's fine. To what end? Scooter's not going to do anything. Like, is the evil within Scooter? (laughs) He's friendly. He's a nice boy. He had the opportunity to kill them, and he didn't. He was like, well, go on. If you don't like my hospitality, then get the hell on out of here. Most he's, like, a bit unfriendly, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, like, these two are murdering everybody and just, you know, turning them all into wax statues and God knows what else. He... All he's doing is just tending to his corpse pit, it seems to me. I might be wrong. He might be doing other things. But it seems to me all he cares about is his dog and his corpse pit. And you know what? Leave him alone. That's a wholesome profession. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I just realized I've been calling calling him Scooter the entire time because that is the name of the character from Borderlands. His name is actually Lester. (laughs) (laughs) I just believed you when you said it was Scooter. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I I was just going with it. Um... Lester also suits, but Scooter's just better. So his name is Scooter now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is, and then that's it. And I'm like, and then Helena by My Chemical Romance plays and I have a fucking conniption. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the movie's just like, okay, well, we've wasted enough of your time so long and good night. It's so long. Good night. <laughs> that's Sorry, all, that's, I that's just all... realized I have, I'm in my parents' room right now because it's like, doesn't have any other things in it. But there's an Alexa in this room and it just talked to me and I almost like shit my pants and scared the (laughs) shit out of me. (laughs) I don't know if you guys heard it. It was like, I'd rather not answer that. And I was like, who's talking to me right now? (laughs) Wow. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. um, But yeah, so uh, I just want to chime in right now to say uh, as someone who came to My Chemical Romance very, very late and only listened to uh, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge very recently, I do want to just go out and put this on the record. That song fucks. 
Like, it that's does. A, that album fucks. <laughs> it does. Um, yeah, I was really into them in uh, high school. I, you know, I never really vibed with the rest of like that whole like my, my friends who liked My Chemical Romance also really liked Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco, and I was like, they're fine. Um, but uh, was brand new uh, lumped in with them? Not uh, as not to of, my what, no, sort of like brand new of, was more of a brand new was more of a like a, a like a pop punky kind of thing. Like I think brand new was closer to like if we were gonna if we're gonna compare that to any like the big in uh, like in the in view bands of that time. Like I'd compare them more to Blink One Eighty Two than I would to like Fall Out Boy. Though Fall Out Boy is closer to Blink One Eighty Two than it is to the. It's like it's, it's, like it's, the it's, it's a complicated network. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> the I mean, emo I do, conundrum like, I've never quite gotten. I do like brand new. Like I do get like I do like, I do like at least once a month get the quiet things that no one ever knows stuck in my head. Like De- like Deja Intendu does slap. <laughs> yeah, I, um. I, I I just after the um, I'm trying to think. I I I saw My Chemical Romance like I think on their first big tour. Sure. Okay. Um, and I think they were, but but I think they were opening for somebody. I'm trying to remember if it was brand new or somebody else. Um, but that I remember seeing them live, and I was like. Oh, now I like like I remember listening to them on the radio and be like, oh, that's a little that's a little much for me. Um, but then seeing them live, I was like, oh my god! And yeah. I think they and I like, think I, I did think, hear them play this song. I think a huge thing of that is just that like I think a huge thing of that is that Gerard Way is just like one of those people who just like throws himself hundred and fifty percent into whatever he's doing. Like if Gerard if Gerard Way was not the front man of My Chemical Romance, that would not have been a thing. Like his his genuine nature about every single thing that that band did like really made it really makes it sing as opposed to just yeah. Clunking along. Also, the first album is really intense in the first place. Like, it feels. Is is Three Cheers their first album? No, it's um, God, I don't remember what it's actually called, but it's it's got that one song about vampires on it, right? Uh, (laughs) I don't know. For for once, you made a reference. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, um, it's been ages since I listened to it, but it's it's way harder and way more intense than any of their later stuff. Um, so I get it being jarring, but uh. Yeah. Anyway, Anyways, so that's seems like a band uh, that would have like numerous vampire songs, though. Yeah, they have. <laughs> yeah. They, there's like vampires will never hurt you. I think it's what it's called. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's it's very um, too <laughs> gothic now, teenage girls yeah. like me back in the day. <laughs> so. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so on a scale of zero to five, uh, caterpillar mustaches. How many caterpillar mustaches are you giving this movie? Half, half, half mustaches do count. <laughs> okay. Um, I would say. Like, um, the, yeah, you you go first, Chris. I've got my own thoughts. <laughs> I, I I think like I'm gonna go two and a half. Okay. Because yeah. if you cut like the the set pieces, I think do work. For like, right. like the theater, the act when the end with the house of wax when it's all melting, yeah, like all those have like good imagery to them. But what's mm-hmm. connecting them is complete garbage. <laughs> like any, whenever anybody's talking, oh god, just stop it. Right. Yeah, like the only like I, I I'm I'm leaning about a two for this because this movie does have a lot of like there's some interesting cinematography. Someone was someone someone I think someone talented behind, was behind the camera and someone stupid was in the editing bay on this shit. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with yeah. that. 100%, like, I, I think there's some good cinematography, but nothing's really given the time to linger that that it deserves. There's just a lot of cuts happening. Um, the uh, there's a couple like two very good kills: Paris Hilton getting the ja- the the javelin through the head, and Jared Padalecki fucking like encased in amber, basically, and forced mm-hmm. to and forced to die while stuck playing the piano. Like that's fucking cool as hell. But like the other two deaths are just like oh knife in the throat and knife in the throat so hard that the head falls off and blinks like. 
like, there's a couple of good things happening here that I feel like we're just kind of stymied by getting fucked up by people who were less competent and, you know, didn't fill their part. Like, I think with a better editor, this movie would have probably... This one movie, this movie wouldn't be, like, a five-star with a better editor, but, like, better editor could have jumped this to, like, maybe a three for me. Yeah. Just personally speaking. I'm, I'm actually going to land on the opposite <laughs> end that you did of Chris. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this one a three. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like this one has the most competent things... The elements that work are the most competent of the ones of the movies that we've watched previously this month. Because I disagree, uh, just because we did watch Halloween three this month, and I'm actually going to cape a little bit harder for that movie going forward. Because like, I, I given time to stew on it, I really fucking like that movie. So I, I, I like Halloween three. It's really, really campy though. <laughs> it's great though because of that. Um, no, I, I think I'm going to give this one a three because uh, it, it kind of startled me on how like like legitimate some of the scares were not even like jump scares like the, the more subtle ones and i was like i didn't expect any sort of subtle subtlety to this movie yeah, whatsoever you, I, I think your expectations were just set really low knowing <laughs> maybe knowing that's little, fair. <laughs> i mean you saw paris hilton and jerry padalecki on the bill here and you're like oh okay so this is what we're dealing with but like, yeah it kind of it kind of it kind of like vaulted over that extremely low bar you had set for it in your mind well it also seemed like i think about 30 minutes of it like five years ago on TV, and that'd basically been my only other impression of this movie, and I was not impressed at the time. <laughs> and, but seeing I mean, it in depending, depending on which thirty minutes you watched, like like we said, there are thirty minutes of this that could be just on the cutting room floor. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just uh, yeah, I was I was just not impressed. But I was like, oh, this is maybe it works a little bit better <laughs> when it's like a whole movie. <laughs> I don't know, maybe not. <laughs> Uh, I think the whole issue is like, for me at least, I saw the poster and my entire idea was at some point I'm seeing Paris Hilton being turned into a wax figure, because that's right. what the poster literally is. There, oh uh, my god! And there could be like, oh my god! Can you imagine like uh, this is a couple of years too late for it? But like, if they had done like, if they had put like Barbie Girl over it in some way, shape, or form. Oh, oh God! Like I life, love that. life no. in plastic. Life in plastic. It's fantastic. No. <laughs> oh my God! Do you just God. not want the song ruined for you, Blair? Or no, no. I just have such intense emotions towards that song, and not. <laughs> and it's not even like cringe emotions. It's just like I had friends who were obsessed with that song and would play all the time, and I wanted nothing more to get away from it as soon as possible. So to <laughs> be suddenly reminded of it is it a thing that exists and have not had contact with it in for easily a decade. Um only to really be, only to, just yeah, you you just you just got jump scared by me mentioning it. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so now that we've rated these movies, now that we've rated this movie, we've got some questions. Um, two of these are from last week, but we didn't get to them in time, so I just want to, maybe we can, uh, like, uh, st- maybe we can, like, uh, prod Chris's brain for the answers to this. Yeah. Um, this, uh, Anonymous wants to know, what if his name was Jason Verses? So, we can't, okay, we can't do that joke, because, <laughs> because it's, it's not, <laughs> I, we talked about this there. It, it's not a joke, is the thing. <laughs> okay, you can't just say, what if his name was Jason Voorhees, you know, like, Vor? And it's just not a joke. <laughs> and we, you know, we missed the opportunity to do it last week, and that ship has sailed. <laughs> but, but I do just want to ask you the question of, what if his name was Jason Voorhees? Um, <laughs> I think the same I mean, things would happen. 
Yeah. I, I, think, I think it'd be a, I think it's a bit of a misnomer because I think Jason is just like a hardcore bottom, but you know, oh. I digress. <laughs> We've also had this conversation earlier in the Many month. Many times. I, don't know. I think I think we were at odds with each other, and I don't know if we can reopen these these, yeah, these very this is, fresh this is, wounds. This is, this is our version of like the giant bomb knife versus bat discussion. We can't get into this again. <laughs> uh, Violet Magpie though wanted to ask, what is Jason's persona? Um. Hmm. I think you, Sarah. I think you'd be better suited to answer this question. I mean, my gut says lion. Lion? Like just off the gut, like lion is what is what comes to is what comes to mind immediately. I was going more for like grizzly bear. Maybe I mean, that just seems a little bit on the nose for me. I can be on the nose. I think that's okay. That's, personas, personas are fair. on the nose. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know what? I'll go with a uh, uh, woolly mammoth. That's good. Ooh, that's a, <laughs> yeah, those. You know, fu- way back in time, you thought Ooh. he was dead. That uh-huh. is shit. That's fuck. That's the that's <laughs> that's the platonic opposite of what I just said. Yeah, uh, which is really that's, good. Like, that's like a way, but yeah, no, Willie Mammoth, Jason's versus Jason Voorhees is a Willie Mammoth. All right, we got that settled. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Uh, also, uh, Tumblr user Dork Phoenix asks us: uh, Remember the "See Paris Die" ad campaign that was surrounding this movie? Is there any pop culture icon who would get as much vitriol as her if the film was made today? I mean. Immediately, my mind just hops to Kim Kardashian, or really any of the Kardashians. I think would like oh, get put in a very sure. similar spot. Um, yeah. you, drop, you, you dropped this movie back in the pop culture stream five years ago. I think weirdly enough, uh, uh, Chris Angel would be one of those characters because, like, Chris Angel. <laughs> listen, Chris Angel's whole entire thing back then with his television show Mind Freak was like was like every, pretty much every episode setup was like is Chris Angel actually going to die this time? Okay, but I feel like that exists in a sort of different watch this character that watch this actor die. I mean, sort I want to I want to see Chris Angel die about as much as I want to see Paris Hilton die, which is like <laughs> not physically, but I would like to see them get some comeuppance on the sc- on the big screen. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I mean, I think now, I mean, I don't want I don't want to see them on screen, so this is a little bit, little bit of a double-edged sword here. But I would have loved to see Jake uh uh Jake or Logan Paul. Oh. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. get the treatment. That would be great. Um yeah. I, I, or I Bieber, the- honestly, if you want to get like a broad audience, like isn't like oh, yeah, half Bieber. the country want to see Justin Bieber die? Remember remember back in like 2011, 2010 when the, when CSI had that episode where Justin Bieber like died and it was like one of their most watched episodes? Yep. Absolutely, they'll yeah. do it again. If you make it a little bit more horrifying, if you ma- if you turn him into a wax statue and then his cheek falls off, yeah. I think you really got an audience there. Where, yeah, where's Justin Bieber's storied horror movie career? Honestly, where is Justin Bieber Scream King? <laughs> yes, it, it, it's like you know what you know. You can talk about how much Slaw came out in the mid to early aughts, but at least they understood uh, that you Who get we wanted to see die. You get you get celebrities that have no business acting and put them in a horror movie and then kill yeah. them. And that's what's good. That's what's we, good. That makes good movies. We haven't seen that. Like, I want to see actors who do not do horror movies in horror movies. I want to see Eddie Redmayne in a slasher flick. I want to see people. I don't want to. I want to see people who've never acted a day in their life be in horror movies. Put no. I was about to say put Drake in a horror movie. Then I remember Drake was on television for like four years. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Degra- the Degrassi years, yes, I remember those. Well. Yes, yes. Oh. Put, put Lil Pump in a horror movie. <laughs> um, yeah. Kanye yeah. would jump if someone offered Kanye a horror movie. He would jump at the bit for that. Oh, for sure. Um, 
Uh, It'd have to be a big one, though. He wouldn't go small. I don't think he'd go small. Oh, yeah, no. Like, oh, wait, wait, hold up. Big one. We're talking big ones. Let's get Final Destination 6 in here. Kanye West, lead role. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. He's your opening kill. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah. yeah, He barely has to be on set. Yeah, you do it. um, And then he gets a juicy paycheck. Fabulous. You put him in in front of the center of the building. Like, you do it Scream style with Drew Barrymore. Uh huh. Like, you make him a big part of the ad campaign, and you just fucking off him in the first 10 minutes. Like yeah, Kanye West's first big horror movie, and then, Ba-doo. yeah, he he doesn't he doesn't he like he doesn't even make it out of the original the original tragedy. Like he dies in the he dies in the fucking like that, <laughs> the when that previous ti- one, yeah. No, like when the tire comes down from when that tire killed that girl in Final Destination Four outside the uh, the Daytona the the the, 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 the Daytona Stadium. Like that's what oh, Kanye yeah, yeah. West gets. Yeah, he, is, oh, he escapes the tragedy, so we do get to see him die in the stadium and also like immediately afterwards. But he dies like immediately afterwards. Yeah. Um. But Any anyways, more questions? No, that's it for questions. But um, Chris, sorry I didn't warn you about this, but uh, we now do now we do recommendations. We just go around the table. It doesn't have to be a movie. Uh, what you recommend? Like last week, my recommendation was uh, I don't even remember what it was. I think it was an anime last week that I've been watching. Probably. But, um, yeah, yeah. We can just talk about some stuff that we've been listening to, or yeah. or yeah. listening Enjoying. to, watching, reading, anything really. Um, I've been it's it's a little slow going. Um, but I've been kind of hooked on the uh the house on haunted hill netflix series i've heard oh. so many good things about it yeah yeah it's... i gotta check that out we we watched we, like we, like i said we watched the uh the, the haunting the haunting earlier this yeah. month so yeah and that's i think also and i think maybe it's not vincent price it might have been another of the original you know scream kings but um it was somebody did the the original movie uh way way like 1950 something i think um and I remember really liking the movie, but this is the you know I, one thing I really like about um, that the the Jessica Jones series is that they made trauma part of the thematic density of it. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. and I think they do that a lot with this one too. Right, because that's something that's like what's that's like a big part of the original story, right? Like the original yeah, yeah. film. Which like recovery. Blair, Blair, not to schedule stuff on the air, but we should do that movie. We should do the original during our our old movie, our our, our older horror movie viewing in February. For sure. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I've had it recommended to me a lot. Um, yeah, I, so. I just I I trip like I trip have stopped watching things on Netflix lately. If I'm being honest, but um, I can go back for that. I've been going back to watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood as well, which fucking rips. If you is that your you, recommendation this week? It's not, but it is my recommendation to Chris. Chris, if you like My Hero Academia and you get current on that, which is like you six, may also like <laughs> you may also you may also like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Okay, I'll give it a shot. The thing about Fallen Lockers Brotherhood is that it has a very similar, like, it has a very similar storytelling. Not, it's not, it's not a remotely close premise to My Hero Academia, but it's in this, but it's, but it's in the same genre. But the thing is that it was written by a woman, which it like so few uh, anime and manga in that genre are, and you can absolutely tell because the women are like fully realized characters and not just like eye candy, like they pretty much often are. You may notice in My Hero Academia, a little bit. I, I which, did. I didn't want. I wanted to give it some time to like to to prove me wrong, but maybe that's just how it is. It's it. I won't say it gets better. It doesn't really get much worse. Okay. Well, <laughs> like, I can. You, you, you saw you saw the sixteen year old with like the big hair and like the fucking titties hanging out. I'm sure you've met that character at this but, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Momo. But it doesn't. It doesn't get better than that. It doesn't get much worse. Okay. <laughs> that's okay, the only I can, I can offer. <laughs> okay. Um. 
So, uh, my recommendation this week is gonna be an anime I've been watching, actually, not from Marcus Brotherhood, but, um, it's an anime called Run With The Wind, which is a, uh, it's uh, a sports anime, which I've been finding myself more and more interested in. Uh, it's only about four episodes deep right now. It's made by the same teams that made, uh, Haikyuu, which is one of my favorite sports anime, and, uh, Kuroko no Basuke, Kuroko's Basketball, which I've been watching lately, which is also very good. Um, it's an anime about a bunch of freeloaders who try and get a free ride by living in some place with some guy who said oh you can stay here don't worry about it just keep the house clean free of charge and then the guy is like also by the way didn't tell you but this is a uh, this is a running club and now you have to run if you you have to be part of the running club if you want to stay in here and it's really cute uh it's really sweet it's really funny um and it's got 10 full it's got like 10 characters which is normally a, a lot for me to handle but like they've managed to like in just the four episodes i've seen i've managed to like get a really good picture of who these characters are and i'm really excited to watch more of it cool awesome yeah, my recommendation this week, uh, because I've recently just um, started a job where I've been able to just be listening to podcasts all day, as I want to do, uh, but it's good to be able to dedicate like eight solid hours to just that. So I've been really digging into uh, Neo Scum. Um, I want to catch up on the, the big name actual play like podcasts out there. Um, Neo Scum is a podcast um, that's part of the One Shot Network, who also does Campaign, which is another one of my favorites. Um, uh, and it, they, they are playing a Shadowrun game, which is like cyberpunk D&D, basically. Um, and it's uh, really tremendous. Um, it's, it's got some, some really amazing role, play, role players. Mike McDowell is on it. Um, and uh, uh, I've, I've, I mean, it's, I, I, I love actual play podcasts to begin with, but they're such a, uh, such a fun way to weave a narrative um, when it, they're usually just like based on uh, improvisational like you know role-playing moments and just very conversational and I think it, it creates a, a story that feels um, a lot realer than like uh, a narrative that has actually been carefully thought out by by one writer um, there's just something uh, uh, I think very um, special about something so completely collaborative like that so yeah that 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 is my recommendation this week uh, Awesome. All right. Uh, Chris, thank you so much for joining us on uh, this podcast. It's been an absolute blast. Thank you very much for uh, responding to me, like doing basically what is the biggest what is the biggest reach I've ever done on Twitter to try and get someone to reply to me. Uh, but thank you so much for coming on. Uh, did oh. you have anything you wanted to plug? Where can people find you? Um, um, we're uh, We Hate Movies, uh, and we're on iTunes. Uh, we have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. Um, thank you both for having me on. Honestly, yeah, it's yeah. a blast. No it's a blast. Maybe I'll actually listen to your podcast now. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this this whole this whole thing has just been like, uh, Chris, I'm gonna PayPal you the twenty five dollars, but uh, this has been a whole long con just to get me to get Blair to listen to. We hate movies. We hate movies. <laughs> <laughs> Good, I hope it worked. Uh, uh, and you're at your Twitter, you're just at Crabin on Twitter, C R A B I N. Yep, that's me. Okay. Excellent. Uh, if you want to find us, we are at Fear Baiting on Twitter and pretty much everywhere else. Gmail, you, if you want to send us emails there. Uh, Facebook, we don't have a Facebook. We don't have a Facebook. <laughs> uh, Fear Baiting on Tumblr. Uh, if, and Patreon.com slash Fear Baiting. $1 a month gets you access to any bonus content we do. Uh, and uh, like our polls for when we do once a month, we'll choo choose a movie. Uh, we, we put up a poll of four movies. Y'all get to vote. Uh, 10 bucks a month. 
gets you uh, uh, you get uh, your name right on the show and you get to send us a message and ten dollars a month also gets your name right on the show and you get to make us watch a movie but it has to be scarier than Donnie Darko. <laughs> I feel like we watched a we watched a less scary movie since then but I can't remember which one it is and I've never yeah bothered. and you said it specifically this is officially less scary than Donnie Darko was yeah um, but I, yeah I also don't remember I have, what I have, it was I have, I have to go back over the archives to figure that out but so thank you to our ten and five dollar a month patrons who I'm pulling up right now on Patreon because I have to do two more clicks than I normally do. Thank you to Michael Kaiser, Paul Moran, Kit Spindler, Paul Bechtel, Sophie, and Cat Girls Rise Up. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, if you um, want to find me elsewhere, I'm at uh, I'm on Twitter at sunhatgenia s u n h a t z h e n y a. I can also be found on Mastodon uh, sunhatgenia at snouts.online. Uh, my Tumblr is chiasapsnakas. And uh, check out Blair and Mine's other podcast, which we do with our friend Seda, where we talk about Animorphs. It's called The Wonder Years, and it's a great podcast. Um, also check out my leftism podcast that I do with a bunch of my friends called Henry Kissinger is Pokemon Going to Die. Uh, it's a blast. <laughs> and uh, lastly, we want to thank you. We're in the process of getting this moved over, but we wanted to thank you uh, to Noise Space for having us on. If you didn't, if you didn't catch the tweets, we are now uh, on the Noise Space Network with a whole bunch of other shows, including Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die and The Wonder Years. Uh, friend of the show, Matt Tramampoline, runs and owns and operates that network, and we're just jazzed to be a part of it. We'll be there. May be a couple of weird hiccups in your feed this. But going forward, we will be pulling from the noise space. So we're get, we're in the process of getting that moved over. So uh, there may be a hiccup or two, but we should be fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised it took us this long to actually get networked. <laughs> yeah, we're just but, we're um, just so lovable. Yeah. Um, if you want to find me online, I am Blair Kitch everywhere: Twitter, Tumblr. Uh, if you want to email me, if you have like specific grievances about me as a human being, blurkitch uh, at gmail .com. Yell at me for essays and essays. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we will get you next week on Once Monday. We have, we have finally left Schlocktober, and I don't finally know. Finally left. Now thank you we, for spending like, Schlocktober with us. It was a blast. It's always a blast. We planned um, Schlocktober so far out in advance, and now we have to go back to, like, like morning, uh, like, Sunday morning. I wake up at 11 a.m. and text Blair, hey, what are we watching this week? And I'm not ready to go back to that. <laughs> uh, Chris, I'm just going to shoot you a quick DM. It's the thing we always say at the end of the show. I will throw it to you, and you'll say that. But until next time... I'm Sarah. I have Ben Blair. And remember... You can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone. Peace out. <laughs>